Welcome to Let's Talk Cake. I'm Carrie. And I'm Savannah. And on today's episode, we will be talking to Sean from Cotton Blues Cheesecakes. Cakes can truly just steal the show of a party. I approach mixing frosting the same way that I would mix paint. I'm ready to do more. I need to do more. Send me your cake recipes. Send me everything you have. I Send me everything. You know, baking is... It's such a craft. All of your senses are involved, and it's such an expression, and it's cozy, and it's so rewarding. Honestly, I'm sure everyone has been touched by cake in some way. Hey, you guys. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Let's Talk Cake, a podcast by cakers for cakers. I'm Savannah, and I'm here with my mom, Carrie, and together we own the dessert studio in Utah. So this week in the bakery, we had kind of a funny order. Yeah, so (laughs) a guy had called us, and we had kind of switched over to texting so that we could kind of go back and forth about design elements, because he said that he wanted a rainbow cake, and it seemed off the bat that he didn't really have, like, strong opinions. He just needed it rainbow-themed, and so we started sending him some of our ideas, and And then it became clear that he knew exactly what he wanted and (laughs) he was going to tell us exactly what he wanted, which was totally fine. And so what he wanted, though, was a two-tier cake, but within each tier, he wanted each layer of cake to be the color of the rainbow. So it ended up being a really tall cake, um, and he didn't want it divided, the colors divided between the two tiers. And so... Our typical two-tier cake is a six-inch and an eight-inch. And so when you get all of those colors in there, it ends up being really tall. (laughs) So tall. And then we (laughs) discovered that he wanted the bottom tier to be striped and the top tier to have rainbow rosettes on it. And so, you know, when you do rosettes, they make the cake chunkier, fatter. It stands out a little more. So it looked like we had about a seven and a three-quarter inch cake <laughs> sitting on top of an eight-inch cake. And just the whole time we were making it, we just had the giggles. Just It was so tall <laughs> and so, tall so colorful. And so, yeah, it wasn't like pastel rainbow. It was like bold colors yeah it was it was funny definitely not our usual cake but and then bless their heart laughing the whole time when they came to pick it up they wanted to put it on their seat so we ended up following them to the location because I mean it was not going to survive being on a seat do you guys get that a lot because I don't know about you guys but when we have someone pick up and on our website, it gives all of the details about if you're picking up, this is what you'll need yeah, to come some prepared tips. with. You need a flat place in your car that you can put it. And we, we get still all have the time. people that think, oh, we'll just hold it or, oh, we'll just put it on the seat because we don't have very far to go. Well, a buttercream cake sitting on a seat <laughs> isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. So funny. luckily it wasn't very far away, so we didn't have to follow her very far, but... Anyway, yeah, nice (laughs) tall cake. So we wanted to put out a question to you guys because another cake that we did this weekend was a four-tier wedding cake that was really elaborate. It was had a lot of details. It it took a lot of time to make, and so the the mother of the bride called us after the wedding was over to make arrangements to bring the stand back, and she was telling us about how so many people commented on the cake and so many people loved the cake and she had so many people ask about the cake including the venue owners they had never seen a cake like it and they wanted to know who had done it and she said all these people asked her about the cake 
but she couldn't remember the name of our business. <laughs> so all these people that asked have no idea who the dessert studio yeah. is. So our question is, what do you guys do when you deliver a wedding cake or drop off a, a cake? What do you guys do to still kind of have your name associated with that cake? Because... I mean, for us, lots of people don't just want business cards next to their wedding cake. And that totally makes sense. But we just don't know how to make people aware that we did the cake because word of mouth is so big in our business. Word of mouth is like the biggest thing in our business, really. It's like where so much of our business comes from. And especially when you do a cake that people really love, you want people to be able to refer back to it and to know where they got it. And so she was laughing at how funny it was that she couldn't remember the name of our business. And I was was kind of crying. Oh, Oh, (laughs) so many missed opportunities. So yeah, if you have any good ideas, um, we've tried tried to think of a few things that might work, but it's really hard. Yeah, we've thought at one point we were thinking we could offer a flavors, like a little framed photo of the flavors that they chose. And then at the bottom of the picture could be um, our logo and that could kind of associate our name with the cake. We haven't followed through with it, but Maybe we should, unless you guys have a better idea. Yeah, so. if you have something that has worked, we would love to hear about it. Because honestly, it's it's kind of sad when you find out that there were people asking about it and they left the they left the event having no idea who you were or where yeah. to find something like and that. I'm sure that happens more than we even realize. Yeah. I mean, anyway, if you have any good <laughs> ideas, share, and we'll be happy to share with all of you too. Yeah. Because I'm sure we're not alone in yeah. this. Yeah. But this week we came across an awesome online class that I think so many of us could benefit from. I know Um, we're taking it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So it's from Hobble Creek Cake Co. And like I said, it's an online class and she's going over basic cake photography. And if you follow her, Hobble Creek Cake Co. on Instagram, her photos are beautiful. The lighting looks great. It looks really good. Um, and she's going over all of those details in her class. So the class is on August 26th. That's a Wednesday at 6 p.m. And Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. And yeah, you just need a Facebook account and your email. And then you'll get all of the details to log in and be on it. And she's doing a live Q&A. It's a good price. I mean, there's not very many opportunities that you're going to have for this kind of a price to learn the the tips and tricks for specifically cakes. So um, we wanted to let you know about it because we're excited about taking it. And um, we're going to include a link to um, her site so that you can reach out to her if you're interested in taking it. And um, when we're doing the all the live Q&A on Facebook, we can all be on there together. Yep, for sure. So definitely check that out if you feel like you've been kind of needing to up your cake photography game. I think we all can. So, yeah. But let's get to the good stuff. All right. Today we are talking to Sean, and he does cheesecakes. And right before our interview with him he sent us a cheesecake that we were able to try and it came in perfect timing (laughs) perfect timing we scheduled when we knew it was coming we scheduled a little party with the whole podcast team our producer and his wife and savannah and me and our husbands and so we were planning on it this night and 
the cheesecake came and let me tell you the packaging is adorable it's yeah. so it's beautiful it's just so it looks so nice and it looked really good i was Comes very excited dry ice and-, <laughs> and so we um we made arrangements to all meet and yeah. savannah what so- did you tell them about that day for you <laughs> All right, I've been keeping a secret. I am pregnant. (laughs) Yay! Yep, mom is thrilled. It's going to be her first grandbaby. (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm pregnant, and we found out a couple months ago, and we had set our first appointment to have the ultrasound and everything. And the people had told me Friday, I don't remember the exact date at this point, but they told me Friday And so our little cheesecake party was on Thursday, the day before. And so I got a message from the OBGYN, and they had said, you missed your appointment. (laughs) Okay, now we did not mess up. She was on speakerphone when she set her appointment, and we immediately put it in our calendar so that we wouldn't schedule any cakes or anything at that time. I immediately called my husband, and he had scheduled it, so... I mean, I feel very confident that we had it right, and they just kind of messed it up on their end. But it's whatever. That happened. (laughs) But that was very disappointing for her because this is her first, and she didn't know when her due date would be. Or, I mean, it's exciting when you're going for the first time. And so she had really been looking forward to the appointment. And then she found out she missed it. And the bad thing is when she called to find out when she could reschedule it for, it was another month. It was like another month out. And so... Ugh, super annoying. <laughs> but yeah, that happened that morning and then throughout the whole day I was feeling sick and and just not great and she's then... <laughs> been really nauseated and kind of yeah. Yeah. Miserable. All the good stuff. <laughs> and so my husband got home from work and on our way over to meet my parents to then go meet Corey and his wife. Um, we got a ticket. <laughs> and Savannah was driving. <laughs> I was driving. My husband decided to eat some food on the way over, and so I drove. And I, I'll admit, sometimes I prefer driving, especially when we're running late, because I, you know, I speed a little bit. <laughs> Hence this the ticket. Time, this time they caught me, though. <laughs> so I got a ticket, and I'm laughing now, but it was like, oh, you guys, it was just horrible. She got it to was our just house, one of those days. and tears were just streaming down her face. She was just, it was just the a, not a good finish to a really hard day. No. <laughs> and so we, I, like, at that point when I had gotten the ticket, I was crying, and I was just like, Ugh, do we have to do this tonight? Like, is it too late to reschedule? But I went over, we drove over to meet Shell and Corey, and then we ate the cheesecake, and, you know, it it all made it better. It really did. <laughs> it was so, so good. And we just went to a park, and we sat around a picnic table and ate cheesecake and talked about the podcast and ideas that we had. And by the time we left, everyone was in a happy mood. <laughs> I was feeling good. <laughs> and the cheesecake, let me just you tell you, it was so, so good. good. Oh, it was delicious. Yeah, so. it was. I mean, you eat cheesecake, but this cheesecake was above. Yeah, all Sean knows what he's doing for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. So. That cheesecake definitely came at the right time and and made it all let's let's go back and readdress the the most important thing that was just talked about. Savannah's pregnant. I'm having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we are due in February of 2021. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. But now let's really get to the good stuff and let's get Sean on to okay. learn more about his cheesecake journey. 
Hi, Sean. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. We are thrilled to have you on today. I'm excited to be on. You are our first cheesecake artist so far on the podcast, Ooh. so we're excited about that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I like to be first. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you could just give us a little rundown of the beginnings of your going into caking and how it evolved into cheesecake. Um, I guess the best thing to do is start out with my hometown. It's a little place called Purvis, Mississippi. Um, little town, two stoplights, like that, that kind of thing. Um, we didn't have a lot of choices when it came to TV channels. Like we had three on a clear day. Um, so I found myself watching PBS a lot <laughs> and I fell in love with Julia Child and her love for cooking. Um, and her passion was pretty infectious. Um, I caught it and I started playing in the kitchen as a young teenager. As soon as I graduated from high school, I couldn't get far enough away from Purvis, Mississippi and <laughs> decided to chase my dream and apply to Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts in Las Vegas. Uh, I got accepted and I started making cheesecake when I was a young teenager, probably 13, 14. Um, and I kind of mixed a bunch of different recipes together and finally got what I thought it should taste like. And here we are today. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So how did you come up with the name? Um, we started selling it at our restaurant, Cotton Blues Restaurant in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Um, the owner, Chris Ortigo, began forming the concept for the restaurant about nine, ten years ago. And he sat down and asked himself, what great things do people from people associate with Mississippi? And he ended up with cotton fields and blues music. And then the name Cotton Blues naturally came into existence. Um, we started selling the cheesecakes retail out of the restaurant and just kind of took the name and ran with it. So it's Cotton Blues Cheesecake Company. Awesome. Oh, I love it. So did you sell the cheesecake? like by the slice in the restaurant and then an entire cheesecake to customers that wanted them? Is that how it worked? Yes. Um, okay. The sliced cheesecake were on the menu. Um, we actually sold about 12,000 slices um, last year through the restaurant. Wow. Um, but we put it on the menu. People started wanting whole ones to take home with them. So we started advertising whole ones. And then one of the local grocery store owners came in and had a drink and a piece of cheesecake at the bar and was like, you should start selling these at my grocery store. And so we branched out to his grocery store and then picked up others. And now it's a whole business of its own. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So you were in Las Vegas, then you went to the Cordon Bleu, correct? And then, yeah. and then you transitioned back to Mississippi and that's kind of where the cheesecake started in that restaurant, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I perfected it while I was at culinary school and I started selling it to the general public for the first time at the restaurant. Okay, cool. So what brought you back to Mississippi if you were so <laughs> eager to go away? <laughs> I was overly ambitious when I graduated high school. Um, I never stopped to think that you had to be 25 to work at any of the casinos and actually make money in Vegas. And I was almost 21 when I graduated. 
Um, so I couldn't really get a good paying job being as young as I was. And I had originally planned on coming back to Hattiesburg for purpose and settling laying low for a few years and then moving back. But a long string of events brought me and Chris together and he was opening a restaurant and I was tired of the job I was at and we kind of got, got together and opened the restaurant and then did the cheesecake thing and the rest is history. There we go. <laughs> so are you pretty close to family then being back in Mississippi? Yes. That's nice. Like my family's 20 minutes away. Cool. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> nice little bonus. <laughs> right. So you mentioned Usually. that you <laughs> sometimes, right? <laughs> so you mentioned that you perfected the cheesecake while you were in school. So what is the difference between your cheesecakes and others? Like, why is yours so good? My cheesecake is, if you want to get technical, it's more of a cream cheese custard than an actual cheesecake. Okay. Like the original cheesecake and other cheesecakes on the market have flour and cornstarch and binders to kind of hold it together. Mine doesn't have any of that. Mine's just cream cheese, sour cream, sugar, eggs, vanilla, graham cracker crust. You're, that's it. All the like, good. There's no strange ingredients. There's, I mean, you can pronounce everything that's in it. It's a pretty clean label. Yeah. That's awesome. It sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, so shipping cheesecake, that doesn't sound easy. How did you go about perfecting a way to ship people the cheesecake? Um, prior to the recent pandemic, our cheesecake company was in the midst of a national expansion. We began construction on our state-of-the-art production facility, and we're moving into 700-plus retail stores across the southeast wow. region. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, then COVID-19 hit, and our plans were put on hold, a screeching halt overnight, um, because grocery stores delayed bringing on new products because they had to focus on everything they had at the moment. Like grocery toilet paper. <laughs> exactly. Um, we, con we continued to sell the cheesecake and other desserts through the restaurant with takeout and pickup and delivery and things, but it just wasn't a long-term solution. Um, in the middle of the pandemic, when we were trying to figure out what the heck we were going to do, um, we decided to shift our current business model to both uh, for both the cheesecake business and the restaurant. Um, Chris made the decision to transform the restaurant into an eatery and marketplace, which would offer pre-made meals, um, fresh produce, unique retail items, local items, fresh breads, muffins, pies, croissants, whole cheesecake, sliced cheesecake, pretty much everything you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And... While we were doing that, we decided, hey, we should start shipping. So we did some research and partnered with the third-party platform Goldbelly, which would allow us to ship our cheesecakes nationwide at an affordable rate for shipping. It not only helped us increase sales, um, but it actually allowed us to kind of start our national presence that That's we awesome. were looking to achieve at the beginning of the year. So, so how does Goldbelly's work exactly? Um, to order on Goldbelly, you just go to goldbelly.com, and they have a huge variety of restaurants 
and eateries across the country that ship their most popular items. Um, ours, you can just go to goldbelly.com and search in Cotton Blues Cheesecakes. Um, all four of our retail flavors will pop up. Put your information in, hit purchase, and we get an order in on our end. We pack it up, put dry ice in it, seal it, and ship it nationwide. There we go. Cool. So what are those four flavors that are on Gold Bellies and that are retail? We have the original, which is always a classic. You can use it to, I tell people just to use it as ice cream and just add whatever you want to it. Like if you want an Oreo cheesecake, throw some Oreos on there. If you want, you know, fresh fruits, you can do anything to it. Chocolate syrup, whatever. Um, you've got the original, a sea salted caramel swirl, strawberry swirl, and blueberry swirl. We actually make all of our swirling sauces from scratch in our facility. Very cool. That's awesome. I'll tell you, um, when you were asking which kind we wanted to try, it was not an easy I decision. <laughs> but we went for original, so. <laughs> but that was that was tough. <laughs> Very cool. Original is always a safe choice. It's the classic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you just specialize in the cheesecakes or do you do other desserts or cakes or anything? Um, through the restaurant, we do specialty cakes. Um, I've done wedding cakes. All the weddings are pretty much put on hold for this season. That's but, for uh, sure. Lemon icebox pie is a southern staple. Um, I'd actually do mine with a gingerbread crust, so it complements the lemon really well. Mm. An Italian meringue. Um, we do a strawberry icebox pie, which is, I always call it lemon icebox pie's evil twin. Fresh uh, <laughs> strawberries, sweet condensed milk, graham cracker crust. There's nothing that would turn anyone off. Oh, it all sounds <laughs> uh, amazing. We have a chocolate blues pie that has a shortbread crust with a whipped Kahlua mousse filling and a Bailey's whipped cream that's finished with caramel sauce. Um, and we also have a coconut cream pie, which is a sweet coconut pastry cream. I can't stop the phone from ringing. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> it's a business. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a coconut cream pie, which is a traditional sweet pie crust filled with coconut pastry cream topped with coconut rum infused whipped cream and toasted coconut flakes. Um, we can do pretty much anything you can imagine. That's awesome. It all sounds so yummy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> so you said you do some wedding cakes. Are you the one that actually does the wedding cakes and the decorating? Yes. Very cool. So my bakery assistant can help me bake cakes um, and make the icing and everything, but I always do the finishing touches. Awesome. So it sounds like you're kind of a jack of all trades, but did you know early on that cheesecake was kind of what you wanted to focus on, though? I didn't know what I wanted to focus on. I just knew that I wanted to be a pastry chef. Um, and then the cheesecake kind of just happened. Like, growing up, I always, th I always thought that jello no bake cheesecake was cheesecake i didn't know mm -hmm. that there was an actual baked cheesecake out there in the world until i saw julia child making one on pbs 
And then I just kind of went with it and figured it out and perfected it in culinary school. And here we are. There That's awesome. Do you have a good team there? Oh, yes. There is a lady that works for us who began in our kitchen at the restaurant. She was a prep cook, worked her way up to management. And then I needed a new assistant in my bakery. And I kind of pulled her away from the kitchen and we started from the bottom and she runs the whole cheesecake factory for me. I don't, I shouldn't use the word cheesecake factory, but cheesecake (laughs) kitchen. Uh, (laughs) She kind of keeps everybody in line and keeps me organized and keeps me in line. She's a beast. I couldn't do it without her. Her name's Latourney. Nice to have someone like that in your, in your corner, huh? (laughs) Absolutely. So, Sean, tell us about the awards that you've received over the years. Um, I don't pay a lot of attention to them. <laughs> um, so when the publicist actually asked me to make a list, it took me a minute to get them. <laughs> but I've been featured in a couple of different local publications, including Signature Magazine, which is a Pine Belt original. It's been around for forever. Um, Premier Bride Magazine, which covers... Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. It's like the wedding expo to go to. Like they set the trends. They featured me a couple of times. Um, I've had interviews on various news outlets, such as WWL TV in New Orleans and our local Hattiesburg American newspaper and online print. Um, I mean, other than all the commendations and the feel-goodery of people traveling from all over the country to my restaurant to try my cheesecake like nothing no amount of press feels as good as complete strangers telling me how great my product is yeah that's kind of a reward in and of itself isn't it (laughs) absolutely so how far are you from new orleans we're about two hours hour and 45 minutes okay my daughter-in-law goes to medical school at Tulane, so I'm just wondering how much of a road trip we'll need to take when we come see her. For sure. <laughs> she can also buy cheesecakes at her local Rouse's. Okay. There, there are plenty of Rouse's around Tulane. Good to know. Cool. <laughs> I love what you just said, though, just about how it's not about the press and all of that. It's just about the happiness that you're bringing to each customer. And I think in our industry, that is so important. And just knowing that you're brightening people's days with a treat. And I think that's so special for all of us that we get to, we get to do that for people. And I I love that. And I'll say this too, as a family, we love food. We love good restaurants. We love finding things when we're traveling that, I mean, our trips are very Very much food centered. (laughs) And so knowing that, knowing that people make an effort on a vacation and a time when they're far away and can be doing anything they want to make a point to come and see you is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I agree. I think that's the best kind of award you can get. Story time. We have a, um, family that lives in North Tennessee that actually plans their road trips around eating at our restaurant. Um, Before the pandemic, they would come once a month at least, and they would leave their house on Friday morning, get down here for dinner on Friday night at the restaurant, 
come for lunch and dinner on Saturday and then Sunday brunch and then drive back home. Wow. That is an amazing. That's thing. awesome. <laughs> that That's like a statue or a trophy right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So what do you see for the future of Cotton Blue's Cheesecake? Um, I hope we can expand nationwide in addition to our nationwide shipping, just being everybody's local grocery yes, store. Yes, come to Utah. That's, that's <laughs> the end goal, to be in all the grocery stores everywhere. That's awesome. No big goals going on here. <laughs> World domination. <laughs> right? Shoot for the menu. Exactly. That's right. And what better way to dominate the world than with cheesecake? That's for sure. <laughs> uh, well, we sure appreciate you coming on and talking with us. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us about how how cake has cheesecake particularly has changed your life or been a blessing in your life? Um, it was an unexpected blessing. It wasn't what I sought to do or planned to do with my life. It just kind of happened. But everything that happens happens for a reason. And I never forget that. So whatever the universe has in plan, we'll roll with it. Awesome. Well, that's a good philosophy and it seems to be working for you. <laughs> and I'll just say oh, this. I so. <laughs> I'll just say this. I'm glad Julia Childs was one of your channels. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. It looks it looks like it had a major impact on your life and so we're glad that that Absolutely. channel was there. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Sean. Thank you for having me. All right. Wasn't that great? Sean is, I mean, he's, he's talented. He really knows what he's doing. And let me tell you, if you're in the mood for cheesecake, Gold Bellies delivers and yep. Sean knows how to make a good cheesecake. And on top of that, we are giving away one cheesecake. So head to our Instagram um, throughout the week. We'll be posting about it. So yeah definitely go and enter. And thank because... you to Sean for being willing to do that because yeah. you guys, I, I wish we could send one to every single one of you because <laughs> they are so good. Yes, but definitely be on the lookout and enter, enter, enter because it's worth it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. So for the challenge this week, we thought we'd just kind of take it down a notch and just make it simple. We've had some big ones lately with like you know your your pricing and your contracts and all of that stuff we decided we'd do something a little simpler this week and in the spirit of cheesecake we thought we would just tell you to do something nice for yourself whether that's whether that is cheesecake, cheesecake. <laughs> or taking a bubble bath or just getting a massage or doing something that's kind to yourself we're sleeping in yeah <laughs> we're so hard on ourselves and and we push ourselves and and i know sometimes we just get tired and we just need we just need a little pampering so sure. so this week, just take an opportunity to do something kind for yourself. And and honestly, hopefully one of you will win the cheesecake and that can be your pampering. But yeah, it it's um, it made a difference in Savannah's day. And so we just want everybody to do something that makes a nice difference in your day. Definitely. Yeah, but we are so excited for next week because we will be talking to Liz from Sprinkle Pop and... Who doesn't I know, love sprinkles? I know we have some major sprinkle fans out there, so I'm sure this will hit home for some of you. But yeah, it should be a good one and just learn more about how her cake journey took her to a 
new sprinkle uh, journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she did she did cakes and now she does sprinkles. So yeah. it'll be fun to talk to her and hear all about that. So So thanks to all of you for joining us this week, and we hope that you'll like and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. And we'd also like to thank Corey for all he does behind the scenes, and we hope you'll join us next week when we'll continue to talk cake. Hey everyone, this is producer Corey. I just wanted to say thanks for listening. Also subscribe to the podcast and follow the Let's Talk Cake podcast on Instagram so you don't miss out on any content. If you do the challenge this week, tag the podcast in your post and we'll share it in the next episode. Thanks again and we'll see you next Tuesday.